already know what it is, man. It is the Brandon Black Show. Good vibes only. Brandon Black, I'm yeah. shit. Kick it. Hey, 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 hey. This is Brandon Black Show, man. Good vibes only. All we do is feel good here. <laughs> and I hope you feel good, too. Yeah. Hey, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, this the Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, yeah, yeah. This the Brandon Black Show, Brandon Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black Show, Brandon Black, Brandon Black, Brandon. Hit the horns like go that's just a lot of positive energy in me and i'm putting it out there to y'all it's gonna be a great show i got my boy brandon lawrence comedian brandon lawrence he's on here with me today tonight whenever you listen into this and it's gonna be a great episode y'all lock in with us let's do it okay all right man what's going on bro oh man i can't call it man just you know bless man yeah 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 ladies and gentlemen we got uh, comedian extraordinaire Brandon Lawrence in the building, the one and only. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm chilling, bro. I feel like I ain't seen or talked to you in years, homie. <laughs> that's, that's how the quarantine shit did everybody, man. On that's everything. Real shit, man. It's like we uh, like we in different states or something. Yeah, niggas probably just down the street. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I, I don't want to put uh, my address to yours out there. How far are you from Crenshaw High? Five minutes. Okay, all right. I'm about five, maybe seven minutes myself. So we ain't that far from each other. It's definitely, it's definitely walking distance. Oh, oh, you closer than me then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's L- I mean, look, let's be real. It's L.A. I don't know if I'll walk, but. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Hey, look, I literally work for my day job like three blocks, bro, and I don't I don't want to work. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I agree, man. It's, it's, it's a corner store, and I still uh, post mates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, look, for good reason, because I had... Uh, Basically a near-death experience, bro. I was like 21. Some niggas kind of chased me down, and I was going to the barbershop. Granted, air quotes, people can't see, but I'm riding through the wrong hood. You know, I live on the other side of the block. So, yeah, and them niggas, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm never walking, riding a bike again. And you officially, that's how you... That's how you get Christian from being from L.A. You got to get, get chased at least once. On everything. Look, I, hey, <laughs> I had to hit a brick wall. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just hit walls until I get to the main street and then run back to the crib. Hit the first wall. Chunky ass pit bull on the other side. Nigga, I was stuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, man. That's, the, that's that L.A. life, man. On everything. So you already... The the listeners know now, so I, I don't have to be redundant and be like, yo, yo, where are you from? Is oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Crenshaw District. Crenshaw District. And you know what? Yeah. Actually, which is interesting, is I just, I, I thought I was Crenshaw District, but I'm actually between, I'm actually between uh, Normandy and Western. Okay. And King and Vernon. So technically, as, as, that's not far away from yeah. Crenshaw. Yeah. But it's technically considered Vermont. Okay, alright. Technically. Okay. So Technically we, Vermont. But Crenshaw District for the for, for the listeners, you know, because of Nipsey and everything yeah. and, and they're more familiar with, with Crenshaw, so pretty we'll much Crenshaw that. District. Crenshaw adjacent. District. <laughs> if you will. So you ain't too far from me. I'm Normandy and Vermont, but Florence and Gage. So I'm I'm more south though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Looking at your face like, oh my god. I, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But my lady yeah. is worse, nigga. She is uh Century, Normandy, Vermont, Manchester. She in that square, yeah. Oh, oh. my god, I wouldn't walk to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they call that Death Valley in the LA Times, nigga. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's it. Bro, what uh like we never, we never really got the chop, chop, chop it up. So, what was it like for you growing up in LA, personally? Um, well, for me, growing up in LA, honestly, like I didn't, I didn't, it, you didn't really realize that the way you grew up and all that shit was crazy until you got older and seen and seen different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I'm from the era where we all played outside, you know, water fights, super soakers. We played football in the street. If you right. had a bat, I was the person with the basketball court in the backyard. So, you know, we played basketball in the backyard. Yeah. That means you were popular. <laughs> like, yeah, like it was, it was that, it wasn't until you got older or until I, um, you know, my grandma ended up moving to Reno Valley, so I spent some time out there. Okay. And you just, and you just seen the difference. It was like, damn, the way I grew up wasn't normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and then, and then you see shit that goes on in like places like Chicago, and you be like, well, you know what? The way I grew up wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, you know. Yeah, you know, so it's like. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred niggas wasn't getting killed Fourth of July weekend where I grew up. It wasn't that it wasn't, bad. It wasn't. It wasn't that. And if it was, we didn't know about it. Like it yeah. You you might have not wanted to wear your King Griffies and your starter jacket certain places, but it wasn't yeah. that bad. You know. It wasn't. It, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so Marino Valley had you like, damn. This okay. It's different. Like it's. It's different, man. It did. It did. It didn't really. It didn't really resonate to me until I got out. You know, and, and, and even with that, like, like being from LA is weird because yeah, it's a gay banging culture, but we still got a lot of shit to do. We still right. got amazing weather. Right. We can still go a little bit north, and we like now we in luxury, Beverly Hills, and in Hollywood, and all that. And you know, we go a little more west. We at the ocean. Right. It's, well, it's some people who have never seen that amount of water. I've never seen the ocean. Which is crazy I, when you think about which, it. 
which is crazy that people see the ocean and be like, <sighs> like from out here too that? though, from the city, like <laughs> ain't never left Watts. Yo, like, exactly, yeah. Exactly. So, so you know, it, we have our perks. Yeah, Palmdale, Palmdale was like that for me. I moved to Palmdale in 2001 for like four years. And uh, on the west side of Palmdale is where I went to school. And a lot of my friends from the west side had like two-parent households and upstairs, downstairs. And, yeah. you know, I was like, God damn, this is, you know, y'all, ain't no, where the single mama's at? You know, yeah. y'all, everybody parents, man? Yeah, they was the Single, single parents was probably in Lancaster on East Parkdale. <laughs> that's what they were Straight saying. up, because <laughs> I lived on the borderline, but I had yeah. homies on the east side more, and that's where the single parents and shit were. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. That's, it's crazy. I didn't know you was uh, in Palmdale a little bit. I was in Palmdale as well. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so I went I to Highland High School. Like the Highlands and Court Hills and all that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a bit different. From being on, on the east side with the Palmdale High and all that. Completely yeah. different. The whole, two different worlds in the same city, bro. Absolutely. Two different. Absolutely. I went to uh, I went to Highland because I was right there on the borderline of east side, okay. west side. So they pushed me to Highland. But I heard about Palmdale and it's crazy because the games was like, Highland High is like the preppy, nice, upscale school. And then East it, Palmdale, Palmdale High is like the rough them niggas got talent, but they hard over there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how, we're going to have to chop it up. We probably know the, the same people. I went to Palmdale High for about two years. Yeah. And they got, uh, they sent me the, uh, they called it, back then, it was called the Continuation School, Desert Winds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, Desert Winds, but I, I got shipped out to either further east to Little Rock. Damn. You know <laughs> Hell, I had a homie that moved there. And he was mad, like nigga, I'm in yeah. Little Rock, bro. This yeah. shit crazy. No man's land. My no nigga Matt Rudy. That, 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 imagine Little Rock. Imagine you know when you take that drive to Vegas. Yeah. And you see that house in the midst of the desert. <laughs> that's that's what Little Rock looked like. No shit. Did, yeah. And you was just going to school there, or you ha- you y'all actually lived in Little Rock? Palmdale, but I got shipped out there. It was this uh, continuation school. It was called Desert Winds first, and yeah. then it uh, changed into uh, RX Fairs. Okay. Yeah, so, so it was it, it was crazy. In my tenth grade year, yeah, I got all F's. You was out there you fucking see? up. All F's. <laughs> like, like, like I woke up and decided not to do shit. Like I didn't even pull off a D. No I shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it, you know what's crazy hearing that it's crazy to hear that because if anybody meets you the personality you got nigga and the fact that you always like smiling you got this big smile would never associate that with you like hell nah brandon was probably a uh uh what they call that shit a mathlete one of the that's what's crazy is because i've always been smart though bro like i've always been smart but I was just an educated dummy. Like I thought, hanging out with the, with, with the knuckleheads and getting in trouble would impress the girls. Nah. And, and then so I just did dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, found out, and I found out the niggas that I thought was doing dumb shit 
Wife really doing the dumb shit. These motherfuckers are turning in their homework. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one that went for real with this shit and ended up back in continuation school, so. <laughs> Hey, you, you, know. you found out you found out rappers actually got college degrees. You like it. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, I was out here really trying to be a thug and all that shit. And niggas was really going to class, turning in forks and all that. Like, oh, man. Especially out there. Like, yeah. niggas wanted to be hard, but it was like, bro, y'all, y'all come from good families. My nigga, go home. This ain't what you want. <laughs> Go home, exactly. bro. <laughs> and, and, and what's crazy is I used to go to L.A. every weekend because I was out there over some custody bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I used to go back to L.A. every weekend, every summer. So I would be in Palmdale Monday through Thursday. But, like, Friday through Sunday, I'm back in the hood. So it's like, you know, I'm getting that dose. And then I come back to Palmdale Monday, like, charged up again. Yeah, like, nigga, I'm from L.A., nigga. Yeah, you a weirdo like, <laughs> Bro, when I first moved out there, I literally, no bullshit, man. I moved out there eighth grade. I'm already sick because I'm like, I've never even heard of Palmdale. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I move out there, man, and uh, shout out my nigga Matt Rudy. He was one of the first niggas I got cool with. But I had, uh, I can't remember his name, but I had a nigga ask me, have you ever seen a (laughs) drive-by? Bro, and I was so insulted. Like, nigga, what? And I was like... I was like, yeah, bro, you know, usually we cook some popcorn, grab some sodas, and we sit on our roofs, and we watch all that shit go down. He was like, really? I just walked away from his ass. Like, where the fuck does my mom have me at? (laughs) Right, right. Like, what is going on out here, man? It's it's a whole different, especially on that side where you was at. Yeah. West side, like, it really was like, yeah. Completely different, because you, I, I, I couldn't believe it at the time. But you actually had kids that grew up out there. Like, they was born there, and they was raised out there. And you like, y'all yeah. don't know shit. Nothing at all. <laughs> y'all, Nothing. y'all in a bubble. I know a few. I know a few. <laughs> I know a few. <laughs> so the fact that you was you was trying to be a knucklehead, but you didn't... Are, are you like me? You didn't get caught up in games, though, right? No. Um, but I got close. It, yeah. it was very close. Uh, one of the... Dudes was, uh, you know, was like, yeah, we about to put you on and all this like that. You been, you know, and I was actually, no, no, no. I got at him and was like, yo, you know, I'm hanging out young again, yeah. youngster. I was bouncing. I was really close to getting put on. And as I was walking around the corner, I seen like, you know, the niggas that was about to put me on. <laughs> the niggas was huge. And I, like, nigga, I didn't get tall. I ain't get tall to probably like, nigga, 12th grade, maybe maybe a year <laughs> after 12th grade, like my growth spurt hit then. Damn. So, nigga, all throughout high school, I was a little guy. Yeah. But I was just trying to hang out, and then I seen them big dudes, and I was just like, wait a second, nigga, I gotta get beat up, <laughs> these dudes, beat for me, and... I like turned her. I did some bitch shit. I know that man. I'm into it now. I, I fucking turned back around and went back in the house. And, I, and the funny thing about it is, the funny thing about it is, like, you know, they still embrace me though. You know, yeah. they, 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 the dude ended up telling me like, yo, you know, you made the right decision, and 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 you know, it's it's good. You 
Yeah. You know, it ain't about nothing and all that. So that was dope. It was very close. <laughs> it was very close. Would he say, "You want some too"? No. <laughs> This is so <laughs> stupid. Oh my god. What are you, are y'all thirsty? <laughs> y'all want some water? Bro, I never I never got that close. I was always around it. Yeah. And my pops had like a reputation. So a lot of them niggas was family. But they never, you know what I mean? I was close, but my mom and my grandma and shit, they kinda kept that watchful eye over me. And then I had like <clears throat> Some of my, my older relatives like, nah, nigga, you smart, you work, you go to school, bro. Like, nah, you know what I'm saying? They ain't even put a sack in my hand. Like, nah, we see something different in you. You feel me? Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's what's up, man, because, you know, like, you know, some of the people in the neighborhood be the most motiv- motivational people you can meet. Like, if they really fuck with you, you know Straight what I'm up. saying? And that's how it and that's how it was with me. Like I still end up hanging out and end up going to jail, hanging with them and all that. But like to be officially with it, like like yeah. to go on the big nah, they wouldn't let me. And then as I got older, they was like, nah, like you know, you funny, you this, you that, nah, you got yeah. talent. And and, it, and I remember um, it was a dude when I went to jail. I went to jail like at the age of twenty, bro. Mm. At the age of twenty, did did like a whole year, and it was a dude from uh, the other side of K. Yeah, 30, 30s yeah. or whatever. He was like, like yo, you don't belong up in here. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're a young, I do. I can tell you get the girls. Da, 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 da. Yo, when you get out of here, I don't want to see you back in here. Get your money, this that, and boom. And that right there was like, okay, yeah, I got, yeah. I gotta switch this up. This ain't me right yeah. here. They take a situation like that to send you down your path. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Real, I think real. you spoke about or, or posted something about that on your uh, on your IG. Because yeah. I was shocked, bro. I'm telling you. Like, me meeting you, I've known you for a few years now. And I'm like, this nigga, B. Lawrence went to jail? Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Out here being reckless. Out here being reckless. Being, like, just dumb. Dumb, bro. Like, yeah. like be dumb and... <laughs> And it's just like, you know, at the time when I went, I thought it was the worst thing ever. And I and I say this that it it actually was one of the best things. And that's what's so funny about life. As you live, mm-hmm. you know, go through things, and you be like, at in that moment, you be like, yo, what the fuck? Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? But you realize that, yo, there's lessons in everything. So, you know, for me, it was someone else's tragedy where it was a it was a, a revelation for me right. i never it was a dude he was from somewhere from watts but he was like 19 20 same age as me and you know anybody who went been in jail they know they go to court early in the morning like early in the morning yeah and then they come back and when he came back you know everybody programming and he just went to his bunk and he could just see the tears grown men i'm 20 yeah niggas in there like you know what i'm saying and it's like that's one of the rules like you know you don't cry and then like that but the nigga was crying and you know it got around the dorm pretty quick that the nigga got life damn at 20 hmm Not in a 20 but the nigga got life 
nigga, here it is. It's been years for me. Yeah. And that nigga still in there. That's crazy. And you. If he's still alive, if he's still alive, I hope so. But that nigga is still in there. And it's going to still be in there. So yeah. it was like, nah, man, I can't. I can't do this. I just said, God, you get me out of here safe. I never go back. I'm going straight. Yo. <laughs> and, Yo. and think about it too. Like at 20, bro, th- like think of where we are now. At 20, you haven't even started to live life yet. Haven't even started. Not haven't started. At all. Like That's shit real. just started getting rolling. Still. I was a baby. See, I couldn't even buy no liquor. Bruh. And so to, to hear them say like, Life in prison, my Man. nigga. I'm not even on front. <clears throat> it probably wouldn't have just been tears coming. It would have been snot coming down my face. All oh, type of shit, was, nigga. He was devastated, bro. He was, he was devastated because it's like, and it's like, man, that 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 one incident really, that one incident really stuck with me and was like, yeah. That that I can't I can't do this. And yeah. then it was just the you know the, the fights too. But that one right there, that one did it. That one that story hmm. right there did it for me. It was like yo, yeah, you know, yeah. Was it yeah. was that the moment that pushed you towards comedy or, or? No, that was the moment that pushed me towards. I'm not doing no more criminal activity. <laughs> that, that's what that moment was. No, with comedy, bro. And it's funny because. See, I've always been, I've always been the funny guy. Now yeah. that I'm older, I can, I can articulate and know where that came from. A lot of times, uh, being the class clown, mm-hmm. use that as a defense mechanism. A lot of people use it as a defense mechanism where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna be funny. Yeah. I'm, this is how, this is how I gain attention. This is how I make friends by being the funny guy. Straight up. Um, you know, it, it 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 didn't hit me till later on um, in my life that I was just actually I was drinking, I was drinking, and this is before we knew about the cookies, right? Yeah. On and all that, and I was and I was just talking about comedy, <laughs> and a comedy class popped up as an ad, and I was just like drunk, and it was like a certain price, and I was like, man, I'm about to buy this shit. Yeah. Because if I'm like, in my drunk mind, I was like, yo, if I buy this shit. I gotta go. Right. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And I woke up the next morning and was like, oh shit, I'm about to do comedy. And then so I paid for that and I did the class and, you know, met some cool people in there. And then, you know, that's what it, that's what it became. And that, then after that first show, after, yeah. that, after that first laugh of strangers, it was a wrap. You hooked after that. That's, yeah, that's like, I've never done heroin and I pray I never do it, but I'm pretty sure that's, how I feel. Whoa, you get that injection. It's like, ah, uh, I love yeah. this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was. And it was in a and it was in a reputable club, so I was just like, Yeah. Like this is it. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. What well, what was your first childhood dream? Like did you have have you always wanted to be, to be in a, entertainment? To be a wrestler. Be a wrestler? No shit. I wanted to be a wrestler. I wanted to be Bret Hart. Well no. I'm a little. I wanted. I, I, my favorite wrestler was Ultimate Warrior. Shout out to you and Ultimate Warrior. That was mine too. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. I come from that era, but like when I really started processing and wrestling, it was Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah. 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 Bret Hart. Yeah.
Bret Hart is my all-time favorite wrestler. Um, I've always said this: if I ever got famous, yeah, like any girls that's listening, if you want to <laughs> ever impress me, yo, you find a way to get Bret Hart to come down and give me those glasses. Remember that? He used to be the man. Yeah. Give it to that kid. I always wanted to be that kid. So yeah. if they can, if, if y'all can figure out a way to get Bret Hart to give me some glasses. I want him. I want the whole works too. I want him to put them around my head, all that. I want the, I want the whole works. So if you find a way to do that for me, he will marry you. That is wife status right there. Hey, wifey status right away. You you about right to get away. the ring of your dreams because you didn't made Everything. this. You didn't lit the child in him. You didn't brought the child back out. Man, you get you everything. Yeah, bro. It was a wrestler, and then you know, being in the NFL. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I think everybody kind of has sports dreams. Uh, wanna, you know what my <laughs> my girl clammed me about this to this day. Uh, one, it was to be a rapper. I wanted to be a rapper since like seven, dog, and shit. Crisscross had me want to be a rapper, so nigga okay. been writing raps and shit since I was like seven. I just never. Went kind of hard with it. I fucked up at a show, and that kind of scarred me. Like, I forgot my lyrics and shit. My mama yeah. told me to, like, record record your tape before you do I'm like, nah, I've been practicing this shit for days. Ain't yeah. no way I'm going to fuck it up. Man, seeing all them people, I forgot my shit. Fucked me up ever uh-huh. since. Second That's childhood not- dream? Yeah, that shit was tragic, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tragic. Killed the DJ quick in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Second, the one my girl clammed me about... I wanted to join the circus, my nigga. <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face. <laughs> because because you you technically are responsible for me getting into comedy. That's how I hold you and Emac in that light. I just told you a secret and I put it out there in public, bro. That... <laughs> what did you want to do in the circus? What did you want to look Man, kids, hey, dude. Hey, hey, kids be innocent, bro. On every day. My man wanted to be in the circus. Just so innocent. Just so, bless his heart. Bro, I taught myself how to juggle, and I learned how to ride a unicycle. I used to own a unicycle. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, I was for real, for real, bro. I was on, uh, I was on be a clown. This is what got me. Let me tell you what sent me down that path. Uh, going to the Universal Soul Circus. I okay. thought I thought that shit was the dopest shit ever. Like, damn, look at all these black people under the big top. I ain't never seen this shit before. This ain't yeah. Ringling Brothers. This shit is dope. And yeah. yeah, and then as a kid, watching Disney Channel. Disney Channel used to have this show called Circus Smirkus. And it was a circus camp. And they did actual live shows for people in this town in, like, Pennsylvania. But it was an all-kids circus. Okay. And I was like, yo, that is it. I got to get to this fucking camp. I got to make this show. I'm going to be one of the main characters. Call my unk. Hey, I want a unicycle. That nigga said, oh, what? 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 This, hey, you asked me what I wanted for my birthday. He bought me a unicycle. Nigga, I learned how to ride that shit in Palmdale, bro. Taught myself how to juggle. Where the hell did he even find a unicycle? 
We because went. We went to a bike shop on Fairview and La Brea, and they they wow. they sold. They had to order it, but they sold unicycles, bro. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was. <laughs> so hey, so wait a second. Wait a second. Can you? Do you think you can still ride it right now? Absolutely. I think I, I can. It's been a while. I was gonna okay. buy another one. Hey, 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 Brandon Blacks. Uh. Fan base, y'all gotta pressure him to ride a unicycle. We want to see him ride a unicycle. Yo, I'm telling you, bro, human beings are interested, dog. Like, if you just talk to people, you'll find out that people know how to do the most outrageous shit. Absolutely. I would have never thought in a thousand years that this fool could ride a unicycle. I saw it on your face. You was like, wait, what? Yo, a unicycle? In the circus, you... Yo, like, like, Oh shit! Yeah, my girl, my uncle was laughing like a motherfucker. My uncle was like, "Yeah, he always was a clown. That's what he wanted to be." I was, I was gonna travel the world underneath the big top, bro. That's funny. And I, I never, I never did it though. But you know, you know who else in how to ride a unicycle? And I was like, okay. This is fucking dope because it's all in the same realm. Mike Epps. And that's one of my favorite comedians. And I was like, let's go. Unicycle gang. Dang. I'm telling you, man, people be having, like, hidden talents. Unicycle. Is it harder than people think? Yes. Uh, Starting out, absolutely. Because it's so, like, kind of wobbly, right? So you trying to sit up. You definitely want to use a gate or something close by to hold yourself up because you're just trying to mount it. You're going to bust your ass. My neighbor, shout out to the homie Donald Ray. Man, I hope he's still doing good. He busted his ass back at Powerdale. He tried to mount that motherfucker because the seat flops back and forth easy. And the shit just went from up under him. And he bow. So you really got to, you really have to have your balance. So it's, it's best to start off where you can hold on to something and then you get a feel of it and then you can go. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like roller skates. You know how niggas in the hood, they be on them real slippery wheels, bro. It's probably like the same shit. Like I could skate, but I can't skate good. High L.A. niggas be getting down and they got the little yeah, micro can't. wheels. Don't worry about it. I can't skate either. Okay. All right. See, I always felt bad because I'm like, damn, I ain't, I'm an L.A. nigga, but I ain't an L.A. nigga because I don't know how to skate my ass off. I don't know how to skate, but I, which is crazy, but I do know how to rollerblade, though. My, my girl know how to rollerblade. I've been teaching. White boys in Reno Valley taught me how to rollerblade, so I know how to rollerblade. I know how to skate. I know how to skate on four wheels. I just can't do all that dope shit on them. The most I know how to do is like when you go in the turn, it's like a little crisscross, crossover the leg, and it look like I'm doing a little something. Nah, I can't. But on the on the rollerblades though, your boy can get down though. He the shit. Hey, you like my lady? I told her. I had the boy playing hockey, man. I can play hockey. 
Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah. Hintali, you might have went to the NHL, nigga. Yo, could have. Had I stayed in Reno Valley, for yeah. sure. Hey, for sure. <laughs> you would have been. Let me, I'm trying to think. When was the first black dude in the NHL? I can't remember. So you, maybe you would have been the second. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been up there. I would have been. I would have been one of the uh, uh, one of the very first, for, for sure. That would have been crazy. That would have been dope, though. You would inspire like all these black kids from the hood all over. Like, let's. <laughs> no, for real though. For real. <laughs> Watts Hockey Rink. For real. The brand. The Brandon. Uh, the Brandon Lawrence Hockey Rink, dog. Yo, for real. That, hey, that's how it happened. That's crazy. Let's see the. The first uh, African American NFL player is Willie Eldon O'Ree, and uh, he was born in 1935. His career oh, started in uh, 1957. He was drafted in the NFL. He played for uh, the Boston Bruins. Oh wow! Yeah, shout out to Willie O'Ree. Black History I'm Month. That's some black history we just learned, yeah. And we learned it. We learned it. Yeah, and Billy is, uh, Willie is still alive. He's 85 years old, man. And he lives wow. in Canada. Fred, Frederiton, Canada? I, I might have butchered the okay. shit out of that, yeah. I, I think you did. <clears throat> I, I think I butchered the shit out of that, man. I think you, I think you did, too. It's all right. <laughs> That's it's Canadian, eh? So that's one of your hidden talents, man. You are you are you a low key hockey player, man. You can hit that ice and tear some shit up. Yo, bro, what what was uh what was stand up like for you prior to twenty twenty? You took the class, you did that first show. Like for those, I be I be having people ask me like, man, you know, I've been thinking about getting into comedy. How should I do it? How should I go about it? What is it like in the beginning? What was like them first runs after that show, that first show like for you? Um, <laughs> which is, which <laughs> crazy because that first show, yeah. Uh-uh, first show was amazing. It was packed. It was packed um, to hear all those people laugh and that rumble and that, that tremble of, of just people laughing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it was at the improv. And then after that, this dude came up to me and was like, like, yo, man, like you, you, damn, you, you know, you did your thing. How would you like to do a show at the comedy store? Yeah. Right? Now, mind you, I'm green as fuck the comedy <laughs> at this time. And I'm still green. Yeah. I'm still green at this point. But at that point, I'm even more green. So... I'm like, the comedy store? I'm like, yeah, I'm with it or whatever. And I'm just like, yo, I fucking made it, dog. Yeah. Like, that's, like, <laughs> that's, that's the kind of like, yo, nigga, I fucking made it, yo. I'm Boats and holes. Yo, I'm about to be on, nigga. Like, no, oh. Yo, I'm, I'm, you know, hanging out. I'm looking for people to come up. Like, few people come up to you and be like, oh, you're funny, you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. Like, it got to the point where I started
the dude tells me, hey, you know, bring five people or whatever. And I'm like, it didn't really die. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Bring five people or whatever. Uh, I didn't bring five people, but I brought some people. And it was cool. Um, it wasn't true. I hooked up with my man, my man, uh, Nick Cartan. Shout out to Nick. He, uh, who's been doing comedy a lot longer than me. Mm-hmm. And he... I was like, oh, you're doing bringer shows. Hmm. And shit like that. And I'm like, what yeah. is a bringer show? Like, I didn't understand the concept of it. And he uh, was just basically telling me, like, yeah, them ain't, them, this, them ain't like real shows or whatever, shit like that. And it's like, I was like, what the fuck you mean it ain't real shows? <laughs> real people. Right. Real, and I'm telling a real jokes. And he, and he broke it down for me and was like, well, most of those people that are coming to the bringer shows, are there to to support so they they're there to see you win it's a difference when you do a regular show that you got booked on and people actually paid for it like they Mm -hmm. paid to laugh so now they not just gonna laugh and be like oh look at little brandon up there that's so cute nah nigga brandon you better make me fucking laugh yeah and um from doing those shows, my actual, my actual first real show was at the J Spot. Okay, okay, was I did the, the J Spot once. Was at the J Spot. Was at the J Spot, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bad. It was so, it, and it was crazy because it was a packed night. Ooh. Man, and it's like, dude. Her name was Niel. Her name was Niel, and Niel was like Niel was packed. And and the way the J spot works, if you get there early, you know you get on before the people that was you know booking the show, or whatever. Yeah. And I seen crowded it was, be. I seen like like comedian comedians in there. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I didn't want to go up. I'll be real with you. <laughs> I did not go up. If if if, if she was like, oh, we're too booked. You don't have to go up. I was gonna be like yes, because nigga was nigga was like woo nervous. You saved my life. That's what happened actually. That's what actually, at first I thought I wasn't gonna go up. I'm like oh it's crowded. Yeah. They want the, they want, they want the professionals. They don't want me up there. Yeah. And she was like hey you going up next? <laughs> and I'm up there, bro. And it, it it was man look, it's like time stopped, bro. Damn. It's like time stopped. Yeah. I'm telling jokes that I've been telling at the bringer shows that's been killing. Yeah. And, man, this couple, man, I'll never forget this couple. <laughs> but shout out to this couple, dude, because they, they they steered me in the right way. I must have said a joke, bro, and they looked up at me. They was eating. They looked up at me. They gave me there like, nigga. Went <laughs> back to eating. Bro, the club was packed. <laughs> All I heard was the knife and the fork hitting that plate. Oh, I was just like, yo, man. Oh, shit. Yo, and then I got off the stage. J. Anthony Brown was clowning me. Oh. Was clowning me. I went to go sit there. Like, I wanted to leave the club. Like, yeah. Man, I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> I wanted to go home. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Don't say nothing. I wanted to just put a... I just wanted to... Hide my face and go home. I was about to say you was trying to shriek. Yeah, like I felt like that big, and you know, and I 
know, it was just like, at, at that moment, you was like, man, you know, maybe comedy ain't for me. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? I did the J spot once. Um, Ronnie Raw had had got me up there, and okay. uh, but prior to I was supposed to do it right before me and her even had a conversation. All of that, um, my homie uh, Tyson Paul and my homie Ryan Bell, and uh, okay. my nigga Lido was doing a show up there. So <clears throat> long story short, my nigga Ryan Bell like, hey, I'm gonna try to get you on. Lil G was hosting. It was Lil G's night. Yeah. I'm like, uh, all right. Like, I'm not really prepared, but at the same time, I don't really want to turn down an opportunity. I'm like, let me just, I got to shoot my shot. So, my nigga Ryan Bell, like, hey, my boy want to get a couple minutes. Lil G, look me up and down, like, all right, nigga, you, you, you got it? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the homie started trying to pump me up my name. I'm like, yeah, he a social media star. My nigga got hella followers on there. You know, he funny as fuck. So, uh, nigga, this flipped the switch in Lil G head. What? Social media? Nigga, this ain't no Instagram or nothing, nigga. This is real stand-up, bro. I've been doing this for woody woo years. Da-da-da-da. Like, this ain't no game. <laughs> he starts, like, chewing me out. Mind you, I didn't do shit. I look at the homie. I go to the homie like, bro, why did you tell this nigga that? Like, like yeah, they don't. Hey, wow. Because wow. I, I knew out the gate that it's a difference in stand-up mm-hmm. comedians. They don't. They especially this was a few years ago. They really wasn't embracing that Instagram online comedy shit. So I'm like, bro, right. you was nigga. Why did you say that? Long story short, I didn't go up that night. I was like, nah, you know what? It's cool. Especially after the vibe. I was like, nah, it's cool. But. Wait, so they, wait, wait, wait. The host was on stage, like, about to bring you up, and then you, like, you didn't go up? No, we was uh, on that little outside patio area. Oh, okay, and he was okay, like, okay. hey, I'm going to try to squeeze you in here, here. I'm like, okay. And then my homie, like, yeah, do that. Because he be killing on Instagram. And that shit hit a switch in this nigga mind. Yeah, <laughs> some internet people would get a stage opportunity and fucking bomb and be terrible terrible and I I remember the first time I seen that and was like shut the fuck up you know what I'm saying because it's like it's like you you see them on on on, on internet on on Instagram and you're like yo these niggas is funny yeah and then they get on stage and it's like who the fuck is you yeah, man. Ain't no edit button on stage. Ain't no edit button on stage. Ain't no but there's, edit. There's something that I've seen 
that's funny on the internet and funny on stage yeah. too. You be like, oh, okay. But it's usually it's usually the dude when I see that, it's usually the dudes who actually started off doing stand up first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just you we just happen to catch them on the internet, but they actually did stand up first. Yeah. So did you ever get a chance to do the J spot? I did. Uh Ronnie Raw had a night. And uh, I got to do that show. I got to open up. Um, but it was only like, uh, when I went on, it was only probably like 12 people there. As the night went on, it got packed. But it was still cool. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I did my thing. A few of them hit, you know. A couple of them didn't. But it was still a good time. Um, how do you feel? Playing black rooms versus white rooms. Which ones do you prefer? Um, or like better, I should say. That's an interesting. That that's a that's a great question for me. In in, in my uh, experience with comedy, um, I like I like the black rooms better mm-hmm. because. Um, it's naturally more relatable. I feel you. What, what I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say is coming from naturally from a black standpoint. Even if what I'm, the joke is not even on no racist shit, yeah. it has nothing to do with race. It's just my delivery and my uh, context is gonna be from a black standpoint. So the black rooms, um, but the white rooms are easier for me. The white rooms are are easier yeah. for me. But um, I necessarily like the black rooms better because I, I always, I've always, uh, I've always gauged it like, yo, if I can get to the J spot or um, the family room, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever did the family room. I've never did I'm, it, but I've been. Yeah, the family when I like with niggas, like this is niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when I go across Wilshire and I go. Yeah, I know they're going to laugh. It's going to be easy, yeah. It's yeah. going to be easy, because it's like, if I can make niggas laugh, I know I can make y'all laugh. Like, y'all going to laugh regardless, so... Straight up. It's easier, the white room, for me, to answer your question, that the white rooms is easier, but I appreciate the black rooms more because they get you stronger. They get you They get you stronger. If you get comfortable in the black rooms, you good. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, uh... I feel like the white rooms are easier for me too. I like them. Uh, I feel like the black rooms you gotta work harder. But like you said, yeah. from you working harder, when you go to them other rooms, you you can let your foot off the gas if you want to. Like, you, cause you know, okay, my shit going. I didn't make these, especially the family room. Like you said, them is yeah. niggas. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if I made these niggas chuckle, this white room over here, yeah, I'm gonna go up. And that's yep. that's happened definitely, bro. Yep. That's 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 yep. That's real. Yeah, that's definitely happened. I had a uh, I had a comedian tell me like he liked the white rooms preferably because that's kind of where the bread is. How you feel about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, in my experience, in my experience, yes, it's it's it's. It's where the bread is. It's where uh, you know you can be discovered or whatever. And and, and 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 it's sad that it's that way, but 
it's the truth. It's like I've had some nights where it's like I killed at the J spot, mm-hmm. and you know it was the only recognition. You know was you know the laughs or whatever the case may be, but it was like nothing really came from it. Right. Nothing really came from it. Then I go across Wilshire and I'll do a show or whatever, and. It could be somebody in the crowd that's like, hey, when I have a room, I'm doing this show, I do this show, I put some money in your pocket, like this, that, that, you know. And mm-hmm. that. it could be a producer, it could be a producer, it could be a somebody in, you know, and not to say that it can't happen in the black rooms, it's just more opportunity comes out of the uh, out of the white rooms. Agreed. <laughs> I agree with you because I've got put on a few other shows like that. Like, yo, hey, let's exchange info, bro. Like, and then when you come over here, I introduce you to so-and-so, too. And it's like, damn, okay. Yeah. I I, I feel like as black comedians, we kind of be torn. Because we, I feel like we definitely want the respect and adoration from our people. Right. But then you also want to try to do this shit for a living. Right. So, you know, you want to try to go get discovered and do these white rooms. You know what I mean? So, right. I think it's tough. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, man, because, you know, you can definitely blow up, too, from from your people as far as being black. Because when, when niggas fuck with you, they fuck with you tough. Right. And it's up to you to, to fuck it up. Right. But I just don't know how you get them behind you like that. I mean, me, see, me personally, dude, I got a theory. I don't know mm-hmm. how true it is. Um, but, you know, I'm very observant. And, you know, I, I have this conversation with, with, with you know, comedians. And I, and I say to myself, like, you just always want to keep your sword sharp. Hmm. Right? Right. And, and, and whether it's bouncing from the white rooms, the black rooms, you just always want to keep your sword sharp. Because what can happen is... Um, and it can happen at the black room, white rooms. It could be a, it could be a touring comedian, mm. comedian that's touring across the road and see you and be like, "Yo, you want to open up on me for me on the road?" And then you could end up on the road with him, and now you're hitting a whole bunch of different cities. And it's like, if I'm if I'm with somebody and I'm doing a show in Denver, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, hmm. I don't want. Be, all I've been doing is black room, so I can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want people to think that, oh, the white room isn't anybody can just go do the white room. No, because sometimes I've, I've seen it where some comedians they kill at the black rooms, but they get to the white rooms, and the whites is like, ah, he's too <laughs> offensive, like he's too, too much of a nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm so I've, I've seen that as well. So, um, I just think it's gotta be a balance, man. It's gotta be a balance where you gotta you gotta be able to know how to how to play both play both rooms. And I always said, right? Let's yeah. just say let's say you get casted in a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show or whatever, and you have like a, a iconic line that's just funny. Everybody just knows, like, oh, that's Brandon Black. That he was in that. That's the digger from the. the, 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 the. <laughs> And you've already been doing comedy. You're gonna get booked off of that, off of that role. And then if your comedy is already sharp, your sword is already sharp. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Sky is the limit. You 
know? And, yeah. and I mean, that's always, that, that's been my, like, like for me, even with Kevin Hart, like, my first time seeing Kevin Hart was Soul Plane. Hmm. No, he was a comedian. This is like 2003, yeah. 2004. After reading this book, he was been doing comedy since 98. So that's like, what, five, six years? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's already been seasoned as a stand-up comedian, but I didn't. I just was like, this is a funny nigga. I didn't even pay attention <laughs> to Kevin Hart. When you, like, when you really think about it, yeah. you think about playing, it's every you had Snoop Dogg on there, you had Method Man, you had all these different people on there, and then you had Kevin Hart, and then right after that, I seen the uh was it the it was the Shaq All Stars. Okay. And I Oh shit, this nigga's funny. Yeah. That nigga's from so like this nigga's funny. <laughs> and then after that, I'm a grown little man came out and I'm like, Oh, this nigga's funny, funny. Yeah. Then, then the seriously funny came out and it was just like it was a rap. Over for me. It was a rap for me. And, and so when I look at his story, it's the same way. It's a lot of these people, man, I did not know. Mike Epps, another one. Mm. Yo, boy. Yeah. I did not know he was a stand-up comedian. I thought he was just an actor. I thought he was just an actor that did, uh, you know, Next Friday. Yeah. And you found out that he was a stand-up comedian. And it's crazy because all these people, and it's crazy even now, there's actors and actresses that I thought was just actors, and nah, they started up doing stand-up. Yeah. They started off doing stand-up. So. Yeah, that's like, uh, that yep. That's that sword sharp because you get that movie role or whatever, that'll, that'll catapult you to something else. Yeah, that's a solid-ass theory, bro. For real. Because, <laughs> uh, we can even say the same. I know for me, uh, um, not my gaps, uh, Cat Williams. I've never heard of Cat until Friday After Next. But, he killed at Hollywood Park. He had a room up there. I heard. Man, you see what I'm saying? It's like these, but 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 in our defense, we younger. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. at these time when these dudes is doing these rooms, we still in middle school, high school. So it's like yeah, nigga ain't getting never, in. <laughs> and, and there was no internet. There was none of that. So we didn't know. But the point is. These dudes, these dudes is still getting down on the stage. And mm-hmm. then they get the movie role and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. You've been grinding. Okay, nigga. You funny, you know, funny. You don't even know about that because in, in our mind, oh, he just did a movie. Now he does stand up. Right. No, he's just been doing stand up and just got the movie. Yeah. So I've always said, just keep your sword sharp, man, because. You don't you don't want to be that dude that gets the movie role and then you try to start doing comedy and they be like, oh, this nigga ran in his ass. Because <laughs> just stick to acting, like, especially nowadays, because that shit gonna on, go bro. viral. Come on, man, it so, would. Somebody That's gonna real. have their phone underneath their coat, nigga, and <laughs> you gonna go hella yeah, viral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this nigga <ran> ass. <laughs> All right. On me, man. I, let's let's uh let's end this out with uh comedy perks. Um, uh, comedy groupies. Have you ever had any comedy groupies? Uh, 
me after a show one time which like you said it'd be random because uh this particular chick she looked like mean at first but she was laughing at my stuff but beforehand like you know it wasn't no vibe there or whatever it's just kind of like oh another nigga then after the show was like hey so what you doing we about to go here here and i was like me oh yeah you know i didn't go to the Number one, I, baby, if you listen, no, I didn't smash. I don't have her number. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go to the bar, though, and hang out, right? Yeah. But I called my cousin like, hey, it was in uh, Moreno Valley. I was like, hey, wow. what's up with this bar? He was like, nah, some niggas just got killed there last week. I was like, well, back to the freeway I go. <laughs> yeah, back to the... Hey, especially when you out of town. Like, I know Moreno Valley ain't far, but... Like some vets told me, like, yo, when you go out of town and you do shows, do your show, leave or go back to the room because you never, you never know. Like this chick might have a crazy ass boyfriend that just told her, if I catch you with any nigga, I'm gonna blow his brains out and yours. Mm-hmm. And like, bitch, my brains mm-hmm. inside my, I don't need my shit outside. Bitch, <laughs> like, you know. So at all, nah, that, that's 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 what it that's what it is. But you know, um. I'm gonna say this though. Yeah. If I ever do pop. Yeah. Where it's like they just lined up at the hotels and all that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna need a whole year of being a whore. <laughs> no, and whoever I'm with, you gotta accept that. You you gotta take that on the chin, right? And you gotta take that on the chin. Like, yo, this. You gotta take. I just want a year. Let me get a year, maybe six months. <laughs> I just be a whore. And then after that, I'm gonna be good. I gotta get this out of my system. Come on. We all uh we we all gotta get our little baby on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta I gotta get this out. This is this is the comedy perk. I would be doing a disservice to the comedy guys if I just didn't, you know, just six months. That's all I ask. Six months of being a whore, and after that I'm good. I can just, you know, it's all about the jealousy. You you know what though? If you providing the world tour, I feel like you you should get six months. Yo, I feel like you should get that. Every girl before I get, I'm letting them know, like, look, I'm a comedian. I might blow up. If I do, it's going to be six months of me being a whore. And after that, we good. Are you cool with that? Yo, that's 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 my intro. Hey, that's solid. What is, what is that, 190 days? Something like that. Or that, uh, 180, excuse me. I think that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's 180 that's days. That's not that's a lot. That's not that's a lot. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's I, it. I feel like myself and the male listeners and maybe some female comedians, I feel like they could agree with that. I, I feel like they fuck with that. Yeah. You got to. You got to enjoy the perks of comedy for a little bit. And then, you know, 
Then you I'm shut done. it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Hey man, why don't you go ahead and uh, give everybody your info, man, where they can find you, and also tell them about the Six Period Podcast too, bro. Oh yeah, what are Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram. It's Brandon Lawrence. Um, Facebook, Brandon Lawrence. If you if you do the Instagram and you look at my uh, in the bio, everything is there. Um, I do uh, host a podcast called The Sixth uh, Period um, with Brandon Lawrence, and basically, it's it's just a podcast um, where you know it it uh, it started off with me just you know finding out like be like finding out just like interesting facts out there that's funny as hell. Yeah, you know, like you know. I do a little bit of that, but it kind of, it evolved, the show evolved to now I'm just interviewing uh, people with regular ass jobs. Oh, dope. Okay. Regular ass jobs. And it's like those questions that you ask, like, um, tomorrow I'm going to have my boy Mike D on there, one of the owners of the GA. Oh, yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to chop it up and, you know, because he's a barber. Like how did you get to barbering? Like you know. Yeah. Um, in a few weeks, I got I got this chick that does the waxing. You oh really? Waxing. Yeah, yeah. We gonna chop it up, but we gonna figure out like, yo, has there ever been a vagina where you was like, yo, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you gotta pay extra. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. those type of jobs, you know, that we be just driving around and be like, yo, how the fuck do you get that job? So right. that's what I do with the show, and within that, you know, it's still we learning. And um, the link for everything, the link for that is all also in my Instagram uh, bio. So. Hey man, I appreciate you doing the show with me, man. Uh, I will be tuning into the sixth period tomorrow. And uh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Let's link up, man. I know, I know, we doing the COVID thing, but it's got to be some mics or whatever. Something. Let's get let's. Yeah. Put these fake muscles back up. For sure, bro. I'm with it. I'm with it, man. All right, all right I'll holla at you, man. Hit me. All right, all right, gone.